This is a Broad Pods production. You're listening to the Leaky Pipeline podcast. Welcome to this episode. Construction is much more than bricks and hammers. It's an industry for all people to work in. On this show, we sit down with changemakers to discuss the passion, the opportunities, the struggles, and the changes that they're taking to bring more people, especially women, into construction. Emma Wallace had never thought of working in construction until she was asked to draw a picture of a window by a builder. Since then, she has found a way to uniquely share her ideas to the industry through her illustrations. She is the winner of Nowick's Bright Ideas Grant and now is an author and illustrator of her children's book, This Girl Built That. Welcome to the podcast, Emma Wallace. Okay, hey, how are you going? So my name's Emma. I work as a services coordinator in the construction industry. And then by night, I am an illustrator and a first-time author. I love that you're an illustrator and an author. It is amazing. (laughs) Um, And Emma, your story about how you've gotten into publishing is one that I really want to dive into. But before we dive into your book, because it's so exciting, um, I really want to talk to you about what intrigued you about coming into the construction industry can you talk to me a little bit about how did you get into it what was what was it like yeah so my background is a little bit different to a typical pathway into the construction industry so when I was at uni I studied product design engineering so that's more of a uh combination of mechanical engineering and industrial design so not the typical thing that you'd study to get into this industry but I always loved to draw and I one day I had someone knock at my door it was a friend of a friend and he said oh can you draw a window for me and he was a builder (laughs) Um, and so (laughs) This began my, my um, this was the beginning of my career in construction. So I worked with Daniel from Horizon Building Group um, and he used to just get me to do all sorts of the drawings for him. So I do, I, it began with drawing this window and then I um, started doing steel detailing or joinery drawings and then it began doing drafting and from there I took a year off uni and worked for Horizon full-time as a project coordinator and I really loved that. Uh, So then after that, I was like, yeah, okay, I really like the construction industry. Um, So I did a short stint at Leader Projects and then I came across to Multiplex as initially as a work experience and then as a grad. What a story. (laughs) And so... Do you think it's hard for women to get into this industry? Um, I think that women maybe know less about the industry or they're less exposed to it initially. Like maybe it's not on their radar. From my experience, like it was not on my radar when I was in high school when I was trying to pick a pathway for where to go and what to do at uni. Um, So I just picked subjects Oh, I picked a course based on the subjects that I liked in high school, but nobody said to me, oh, you could look at construction. Um, it wasn't something that I had in my mind or knew about really. So I think it could be hard in some senses. Maybe people aren't aware of what the opportunities are or what the pathways are for them in terms of how easy it was to get into the construction industry. I think I was really supported from the beginning. I think people gave me an opportunity and 
I have a lot of people to thank for that. People really um, encouraged me and they said, no, you can you can do it and, like, I trust you and sort of pushed me on and cheered me on. So in that sense, I've had a really positive experience for my beginnings into the construction industry and I have a lot of people to thank for that. that I have a lot of people who have supported me. That is amazing to hear and I think it's so important that others that are listening to this and aspiring to ju- jump into the construction industry can feel, uh, I guess, they can feel humbled knowing that there are people out there that will support others and and just know that, you know, women are supported in the construction industry. Mm. And I think your story is a beautiful one um, because it led you to where you are today. And I think that support is what we need to ensure that our women stay within the construction industry because um, we do lose a lot of women, unfortunately, Mm. to the construction industry, but we do gain a lot. So it's about that balance of making sure that support's there. And I'm so glad that you had that with Horizon. It sounds like a really great place for you to have kicked off your career. You've had an amazing career so far and I kind of want to talk a little bit about your passion and can you talk to me a little bit about that? What is it that you love and why do you love drawing so much and and how did your love and idea for a book come up? Yeah, so the drawing thing, I've always loved to draw. I just really like to be creative and drawing is like a good outlet for that creativity. I think that drawings are really good way for me to communicate and for me to understand things like I understand better through pictures than I do through words. When I first started at Multiplex I was learning so many new things and so I would often just do drawings to sort of consolidate my learning or to work out how things were working or what these processes were and I started sharing those drawings on my Instagram and then Multiplex has been very supportive of that and I feel like they've always really encouraged me to continue to learn and to continue to pursue my interests, I suppose. So in terms of the book, when the Narwick Bright Ideas grant, the applications came out last year, I was just reading through the email which I received and I was like, oh, like I think that I could probably do something for this. And it probably wasn't a very well-refined business idea at that point um, (laughs) or business plan. But I thought that like, I was like, well, the thing that I can really offer up is my illustrations. And I think that I get to show my passion through my illustrations. And like, um, so I thought about what I could do. And I think that this was the best way that I could share my interest and my passions to the wider community and I thought that the illustrations were really effective for younger kids as well. So that was sort of where the initial idea came from and then I had to go about thinking about how this could be a business plan and then applied for the Narwick Bright Ideas grant which I received and that was the beginning of the book really. (laughs) And it's amazing your illustrations are so good and um, you know, when your application came through, I just recall it, it sparked a bright idea. It was a really great idea that you had. And the fact that you are so talented with your illustrations was just amazing. And so now to finally see it in a book, <laughs> it's just, it is just a, a whirlwind. Like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about your first book being published? Oh, I feel so excited and I, I'm really proud of myself because really, 
it was only a year ago. Like I was probably speaking to you about a year ago (laughs) at this time. And it's just so crazy. I thought I'll I'll try and just do it. I'll try and do it next year. So 2023, I'll see how I go. I'll see. I'll just try and aim to get it done next year. And I'm, yeah, I'm really proud of myself that I actually achieved that. And it's so, it's such a weird thing to say that I'm, I'm going to be a published illustrator and author. It's very crazy. (laughs) It is amazing and you should be very proud of yourself. It is truly remarkable what you've done in the last year and we at Nowick are so proud of your book and so proud of you for doing it. It is is going to be a huge hit, I believe, and, you know, we – we want to bring this to the world. We want to bring this to young girls because that's the hope, right, is is to get more young people into construction. And what better way than to have your amazing illustrated book out into the hands of young students and they can read about it. Um, do you want to tell us what your book is called? Yeah, so my book is called This Girl Built That. The aim is to expose and inspire primary school age children, particularly girls, to the breadth of job opportunities available in the construction industry. And there's that um, that ethos of if you can see it, you can be it. I love it. I can't wait to get a copy in my hands. It's very, very close yeah. now, so it's really exciting for Thank us. Thank you. And so this is why I wanted to talk to you today. I wanted to showcase just how amazing the construction industry can be and where it's led you. I mean, you're now a published author and illustrator, yeah. which is phenomenal, right? You've come from being in construction to now publishing a book. Did you ever expect this to be your journey in construction or how the path would lead you, like construction would lead you down this path at all? No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, really I was just, it's been very much step by step for me and I think I've just sort of taken on opportunities as they've become available to me and, again, like, I feel like I've been very much supported to do that and to have a crack and, yeah, move through different roles and experience different things. So, yeah, I feel very lucky. But, yeah, I, I didn't know that this is what, what I would be doing or this is what <laughs> what would happen at all. <laughs> One step at a time. Amazing. <laughs> amazing journey so far I just can't wait to see what else you have in store for us because it is a really cool journey and we love to watch you grow so I want to talk a little bit about your time in the construction industry yeah can you talk to me about anything that you've noticed um, any big items that you have noticed that have changed since you started in construction yeah I think something that I have noticed in my short time in the industry is more women in trades. So when I first started and I was working on those domestic sites, I never saw um, a woman on site other than myself, really. And then when I came across to commercial construction, I found very, very few. Like I saw some, but very few. But now, like even the job I'm on now, I'm just noticing there's more um, women on site and there's just more women in trades, which I think is really cool because I think that that there's just more representation. Like there's always been sort of women in the office and women doing the design roles or like those sort of roles. But I think it's really cool seeing them. They're they're more the faces, I think, of construction. So I think that's a really positive thing to see female representation on site. And so we hear a lot about the misconceptions in construction. 
Um, some of those are mistaken for barriers. Can you talk to me a little bit about those misconceptions or barriers and what really isn't a misconception or what you didn't find as a barrier? Yeah, so for a misconception, I think that what I was expecting was that subcontractors or the site wouldn't be, like maybe it would be a bit more of a negative experience for me. But really, I I think that that is the complete opposite now. There's always exceptions to the to rules, but I think that for the vast majority of my time out on site and with subcontractors, my experience has been extremely positive. People are very, very supportive because it is mostly men out there. And I have found that people are, can be yeah, very supportive. They can even be a bit protective. They want to look out for you. They want to help you. They want to teach you if you're happy to learn, which I always am. So to me, that's a misconception that I have noticed. I think for a barrier, and again, this is just from my experience, it's that uh, not knowing about what pathways or what opportunities are available. I probably just didn't really have that awareness or that understanding of what jobs were available in the industry because there are so many, like there are so many trades out on site even, which I just didn't know about until I started. And then there's so many different roles within each of those trades, for example. And here in my office, like there are so many different roles and there's something I think for everyone there's so many opportunities and it's so cool. And I just, I really do think that there's something for everyone here. So I think that's a barrier and I think that's a bit of a shame. So that's, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Uh, Emma, you've hit the nail on the head. I absolutely agree. I think the construction industry is so huge and the amount of people and roles that are in the construction industry, I just don't think people understand it. I really don't think they grasp what the construction industry actually is. And for high school students, if you're talking about construction, you generally will think, oh, it's a hammer or someone yeah. you know, building something and it's not really my type. But there's so many roles out there that would fit almost anybody yeah. really because – I mean, look at your passion. Your passion is illustration and you found a role that you actually love within construction. Mm. You wouldn't never really put illustration and construction in the same kind of bucket, mm. but here we are and you're in a role that you love doing something that you love every day yeah. and it's challenging. So I agree. I think that is a big barrier, especially for young women in entering the world of, of work because they don't know what they don't know and construction is just one of them. We don't know what's in there unless we're going to teach our young children and students about construction. Yeah. So one of the other things I want to kind of touch on, um, the construction industry is known for poor treatment of women or it's got this kind of negative connotation that, you know, women are treated badly in the industry. Mm. Can you talk to me about your experience? Because of what I'm hearing from you is that you've been very supported through this. Yeah. And I just want to hear a little bit more from you around it. Well, in my current role, I think I have lots of people around me that I can lean on who I just think that lots of people want to see you succeed and lots of people want to support you to succeed as well. And it's not every single person that I'm that I meet along the way but there's there are really a lot that are yeah very supportive and I suppose there's people who have become mentors for me and then there's a, a lot of people who I've just developed really strong relationships with and who I trust a lot 
and they're interested and they want to help me and there's all these people who just really cheer you on and just are like yeah keep going like you're I, I feel yeah just very lucky that where I am I I do get a lot of support and there are people who are looking out for me I guess and is that both men and women that are helping you? Yes. Or is that just no, women? No, not just it's both. Yeah, it's not, it's not just women. And well, the thing is, like, there's the numbers still are a bit off. Like, it, there's still yeah. more men. Like, <laughs> Very yeah. much so. So it is, it's a lot of men. Did you ever feel intimidated, um, you know, walking onto a site um, and knowing that the construction in- industry is male populated? Uh, do you feel that sense of nervousness yeah, well, or intimidation That's at funny because when I started, I probably didn't really think about it. And like when I was at uni, I was doing an engineering degree. So it was always male dominated in my classes and my courses. And I probably was just like, oh, well, like I just didn't really think anything about it. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yes, yeah, that's what it is. Keep going. Um, and I think now as I'm probably getting a bit older, I'm realising like, oh, there could be a few more girls here, couldn't there? Like um, sometimes, you know, you walk into a meeting and just like, what's, like, I don't know. Like where? I'm the only yeah, woman in here. Yeah, why am I the only yeah. one? What's going on? But I think still that that is changing. And what I was saying before about seeing more women in trades, I, I'm looking forward to seeing because they, to me, they seem like there's a lot of more apprentices in, that are women. So I'm looking forward to seeing them in a couple of years' time and they'll be the foreman and they'll be the project managers and all that sort of thing and then they'll be in the meetings with me. So that would be really good too. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be really, really great. Yeah. I think that level of where you just didn't think about, oh, there's so many men at at the beginning, I think that's really good in a way to have that attitude, like not actually thinking too much about it, like, oh, there's too many men or too many women, you know. Yeah, I really, I think that was a bit, me being a bit naive as well. I just didn't really consider it. But (laughs) I think that was, yeah. I think that's a great approach. It probably was a good thing because then I just didn't really, it wasn't a barrier for me. Like it meant I just went ahead and just got on with it anyway. That's really good though. And I think just knowing that you did have that support, I mean, you know, some some other women might not feel the same and not have that support. So they do tend to either leave the industry, but having that support kept you kind of going through it as well. So, you know, it's really good if we have mums and dads of young women who are looking to go into construction to hear your story and understand that it's not it's not always as bad as it, it sounds. I think it's a really good way to capture how you felt about the construction industry and, and how supportive you were. Do you think um, that the construction industry has, is this the only industry that has these problems? Do you think that there's other industries out there that have the same issues? Yeah, surely. Like that, I think that's a cultural thing and it's, it's probably more obvious in construction because the gender balance is out, but surely that problem still exists in other industries and, yeah, I, I think it would have to. But, I, I, I mean... I don't have an experience of that, so I I guess I can't really, I can't confirm. Absolutely does. I think the challenges that some women face in construction are definitely Mm. found in other industries, you know, media, even education, even though it's um, heavily female populated, they still have a gender pay gap and it's not in the favour of women. So it's, you know, there's 
every single industry would have its set of challenges. I think because construction, as you said, there is a lot more men that highlights a lot more of the the issues. But I I do believe that there's a hundred percent. Not all industry is perfect, um, and I think construction is just. Um, one of those industries that isn't perfect, but I think we'll get there. So what would you encourage other business leaders to consider when they're employing women? I would encourage business leaders to look at potential rather than proven track record. Yeah. I love it. I think that there's still something about, okay, so maybe this is just something that I feel, like maybe this is just something that I'm thinking myself, but I feel like I need to prove myself and prove that I can tick all the boxes rather than just go based on potential. I'm trying to change it. Like I just want to try and back myself in and go for things anyway. But I do think that that is something that I would suggest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really great suggestion. Potential is so important to hire for because what that person can bring is it's all yeah. about the potential that that person has rather than the skill sets yeah. that they actually have currently. I think potential yeah. is exactly what we need to be hiring for. It's a great one um, for business leaders to consider. So let's talk a little bit about why, what what about the industry do you love and what about your role do you actually so love? So in terms of the industry, I think what I love is that, oh, okay, so I think it's the people the projects, and the problem solving. Love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's three Ps. The three Ps. (laughs) There's a big variety of people. There could be more variety, but there is still a big variety of people and you can meet lots of interesting characters and you get to learn a lot from all these different people from all sorts of backgrounds together to do this project, which is sometimes really hard, but I think that keeps things interesting. I love having a project. I don't know if you've noticed that based on the book, but I just like to have a project to, <laughs> to work on. I love like no, going no. through the process of doing something and then getting to the end and be like, oh, that's good. That was like, oh, look at that. Look, look what we did. Um, and then the problem solving. I mean, I studied engineering. I like being creative. I think that problem solving, uh, that's just important to me in my day. Like I think I'd be bored otherwise. So I like to always be problem solving. And then in terms of my role, I love my role. So I'm working as a services coordinator now at Multiplex. And I think really what I love about it is similar people, problem solving projects. But I think that services is really interesting for me because um, there's a lot of unknowns or there's a lot to learn for me anyway. And things seem to always be changing or they're a bit different from site to site or project to project. So I always get to be learning new things and yeah, just working through new problems. Yeah. I just, I feel like there's a lot to learn and I really like learning new things. So it's just like, I feel like the role that I'm in now is the role that just really suits me. Yeah. I love that you, you found something that just suits who you are and and you continue to learn. And I think that's one of your strengths as a learner and, you know, finishing projects as well. So it ticks a lot of your boxes, which is really great to hear. And can you talk to me a little bit about what you would like to see happen for women in construction and construction in general? Yeah. So 
women in construction, I'm looking forward to seeing more of them just so then you don't feel like you stick out like a sore thumb in a meeting or not that maybe <laughs> other people notice that, but sometimes when you go into a meeting and you just think, oh, you know, like where's, the, where's everyone else? But it's just having that a bit more of uh, a mix, I think then you won't really have to think about it at all. I think that seeing more women, I think just like as more women, like as as there's a bit more momentum and there's more women on site, more women in varying roles and that sort of thing, then we won't have to sort of think about this as much and we'll just like we can just sort of, yeah, we can just kind of get on with it. Like that would be really, yeah, like (laughs) it'll just be normal. And I think that will also sort of, if there's more, more women than more women will be interested. If there's more women, more women will be retained. I think it will just like as there's more women coming into the industry, some of these problems will sort of be solved, you know? Yeah, it's a great it's a great concept. And I think I did have a question around when you enter the meetings and it's just you and you're the yeah. only female, do you feel that if there were other women in that meeting do you feel that you would be able to speak up more or do you feel like you would have more confidence to kind of lean on someone else or do you feel like it wouldn't make a difference to you at the moment I think it would probably depend on the other people in the meeting as well because like like I've said I do feel supported in my role and I do feel supported and encouraged to speak up or to do those things but I do also understand that sometimes you may not feel like that if you're the odd one out and I mean, um, me saying it, like uh, it's, it is obvious to me. So it's something that I am aware of. So I think just having a bit more of a balance in rooms or in on site or wherever, you'll just get a bit more of a well-rounded <laughs> response, you know, and like there'll just be, a, yeah, a bit Conversation, more just, right? um, varied experience and it, it'll just, it's all it'll all be positive things if you have that. The diverse in thought, right? So having a diverse amount of people from different ages. Yeah, age, yeah know, ages genders, as well. Just all the religions, things. All the all things, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like even the team that I'm on now, like there's such a variety now and I just love that. Like there's young people, there's old people, there's male, there's female, there's just there's such a nice mixture. It makes it a really great team. And everyone supports each other. And I just think that's so cool. I, yeah, I just think that it, it's just a positive thing. It's so good. Yeah, that would be amazing. And I think that's exactly the mix that we need to start getting right. It's that balance of not just gender equality, but everything around it. Yeah. You know, how, how do we be more diverse in every aspect of our, our lives, right? So it's ages, it's background, it's gender, it's all of those things because that's what creates a really um, beautiful, strong team when yeah. you have a, a, a really good diversity. And everyone offers up something as well. Like everyone has something to offer, which is so cool. And then everyone can lean on different people for different things, which is so good. Yeah. So it just makes a really strong team. Yeah. What do you think we need to change the culture in construction? One, to make it safer, happier, and to remove that stigma that um, sits around the construction industry that, you know, it's not a place for women. Um, I think we probably just need to keep doing more of the same and just get a bit more momentum, I suppose. I, I think that's a, it's a big question to answer because there's a lot of things that could still be done and that still need to happen. We just need to keep encouraging and sharing 
<laughs> what other women are up to and I'm um, doing this sort of thing. Um, and I think that, I mean, I'm doing my little piece by doing the book, hopefully attracting, maybe planting a seed early, early days. I don't know about the stigma. I mean, I think just continuing to share and share these sort of things so that people don't, like people know that it's not all bad. Yeah. It's not all bad. That's right. And I'm really excited because I think that there's going to be a book number two, even though we haven't launched number one yet. What? But I do feel, yeah, I have a feeling that because you are so project-based, that's what we'll be seeing soon. And is that something that you would like to continue? Is that, you know, is that something you'll aspire to do? I mean, you've done one book, which is huge. Mm. I mean, it's a huge task. And I don't think people understand you illustrated the whole book and wrote the whole book. Like that's something that usually takes mm. an army to do. This is something you've done after work hours. Yeah, I've done it at night and on the weekend as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as a passion project, it is a huge achievement. Is this something that you would like to continue to do? Would you like to have another book out eventually? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say no. I mean, I'm going to keep illustrating anyway. The drawings is just, it's fun for me. Whether anyone looks at it or nobody looks at it, I'll do it anyway. And like whether I share it or I don't share it, I'll still do it because it's just, that's just something that I enjoy. That's, I just really like it. So I'm not going to say no to another book. Um, <laughs> definitely not, but I might just try and get this one out. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm just, I'm open to continuing on and seeing what opportunities come my way for sure. Yeah. And your book is set to drop very, very soon, right? Well, yeah. So it's meant to come out in February. So I've signed off on the True Prints. So it should be going to print any day. Um, And then it's just printing and we need to get it shipped to me and I'll start distributing. (laughs) It sounds so incredible and we just, like I said, we're so proud of you here at Nawik just in what you've done and what you've achieved and we can't wait to continue to help you along the journey. Thank you. um, And really take your books to the new heights. So I have one final question for you before we wrap up. I could speak to you all day. You you and I speak regularly (laughs) so you know that I could just speak to you all the time. But can you talk to me a little bit about a pledge or a commitment that you're going to pledge for women in construction? So what's what's something that you want to pledge um, that you're going to do to help women in construction? Um, my pledge will be to just keep spreading the word. So I think that I can continue to do that through my channels and in, in my way. So sharing the book and then also sharing my illustrations I think those are things that I can share with people that show my passion and my interest in this industry because I think that I work in a really cool industry. Um, yeah, I'll just, that's that's my pledge. I'll keep sharing. Thank you so much for your time today, Emma. It has been a pleasure speaking to you. I wish you all the best of luck with your book and I, I just know it's going to be amazing and kids are going to love it. So congratulations again. Thank you for everything that you've done um, and I just can't wait to see where you, you, you end up in your career. We'll be following very, very closely. Thank you so much. Thank you for speaking to me today as well. <laughs> pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Leaky Pipeline. Let us know your thoughts about this episode or leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to share us with your friends. And to find out more about Narwick, head to our website at narwick.com.au.